Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 510, Miracles in the Rain. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Barb Rankin, and living in Arizona, I miss the rain. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I talk about the miracles I experienced during the hardest time of my life, when my brother passed away. Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. You know, it's a bright, sunny day here in Phoenix. We finally have some nice fall temperatures, and it's time to plant flowers that will live and bloom until it gets hot again next June. It seems odd, doesn't it, for those of you who are in the northern climes? And you're probably preparing for frost, winter, snow. But I sure do enjoy the mild temperatures. I'm not trying to rub it in. Well, maybe just a little bit. But those plants are going to need water. So for today's fun fact, let's talk about rain. Here in Phoenix, Arizona, we get an average of eight inches of rain annually. That's right, only eight. And there are normally about 36 days per year with rainfall. When you only get eight inches of rain, it's hard to say that you have a rainy season. But July and August average about one inch of rain per month, and that's our monsoon season. And that's typically when we get most of our rain. It isn't much. Now in Miami, Florida, where I grew up, that city averages almost 62 inches of rain annually. And the rainiest months are June and September which have almost 10 inches of rain each month. Okay, so 10 inches of rain in one month, that's more than I see in Phoenix in an entire year. Now in Miami, they have about 128 days a year with rainfall. Now a lot of people seem to think that Seattle, Washington is very rainy because it's so often under cloud cover, and there are a lot of jokes about it, but the annual rainfall there is only 34 inches a year with an average of 152 days of rainfall. So what is the driest place? Well, that's going to be Death Valley, California, which is not too far away from me, with an annual average of 2.36 inches of rain a year. That isn't anything. That makes Phoenix look like a virtual oasis, doesn't it? The rainiest city in the United States? Well, that's going to be Hilo on the big island of Hawaii with a whopping annual average rainfall of... 157 inches. Let that sink in. Well, with that much rain, it's probably hard to sink in. Anyway, those little fun facts come to us from usclimatedata.com and from weatherdb.com. Now, to use an idiom, we don't want to rain on Daryl's parade by not having any new Friday forum submissions, do we? You know what I'm going to say. The mailbag was empty on Monday, so you know what you need to do. Send in a submission to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. These remaining Friday forums are your last chance to tell us how you have made a difference or how Stuff I Learned Yesterday has impacted you by sharing your experiences with all of us in the Golden Spiral Media community. Be like Joshua, who contributed last Friday. Tell us your experiences. What lessons have you learned? For whom have you made a difference? Or how has someone else made a difference for you? You can participate in the Friday Forum by visiting our feedback page or calling our voice feedback line at 304-837-2278, or you can even typey-typey out a message and send it in. I want to hear from you. I can't wait to hear what you've learned. What I learned yesterday. The car's dashboard clock read 8.07 a.m. I was listening to a song on a new CD that I had felt compelled to buy the night before, 
and I was crying. I didn't know why I was crying, I just was. I dried my tears, arrived at the office late, got to my desk, and went right to work. My coworkers and I were all in cubicles, so there was no privacy for anyone. We all knew what happened in each other's lives. My cell phone rang about 10.30. It was an unknown caller. Now, this was nine years ago before telemarketers began calling our cell phones, so puzzled, I answered the phone. It was a police sergeant asking a few questions about my brother Rob, who lived in South Florida. And although I knew what was coming, I made him tell me. Rob was dead. Rob was and always will be my baby brother. We were born 22 months apart and he had just turned 50. Now Rob had been diagnosed with diabetes mellitus type 1, which is also known as insulin-dependent or juvenile diabetes, when he was 8 years old. He had also developed high blood pressure as he got older and had undiagnosed heart issues that were inherited from the paternal side of our family. He had been having health problems during the prior three months and had an appointment with a specialist the following week. He never made it. My coworkers heard my gasp when the officer gave me the news, and they immediately came over to offer help in that moment. They were my first miracle. One called my pastor and another told our manager as I sat at my desk in shock. You simply don't think straight when someone tells you that someone you love is gone, and you weren't expecting that news. I needed them to help me get pointed in the right direction until my brain engaged again. When someone dies unexpectedly, shock and disbelief are normal reactions. We're not prepared. But these emotions protect us and enable us to push forward until the shock wears off and we truly begin the grieving process. Funerals and memorial services can help us during this initial period as we acknowledge that the one we loved has died and that it is okay for us to begin moving forward and to heal. Those services are for us, those left behind to celebrate the life of our loved one, to laugh, to cry, to be human. I called a dear family friend next because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to begin. I had to tell mom. I had to make arrangements. And I didn't know where to start. Johnny was wonderful, giving me emotional support, telling me what I might expect, and what were some of the things that I would need to do to prepare for a memorial service. He was my second miracle. I then called two of my best friends in Phoenix who cleared their calendars, managed to find two seats side by side on a direct flight to Florida the next morning, tidied up my home, and bought food for dinner. They also arranged between the two of them to take care of my cats and home while I was gone. They were my third miracle. Since it was a Tuesday, my pastor was at church for their staff meeting and was immediately ready to provide spiritual support to me as we drove over to mom's apartment to tell her. He was my fourth miracle. I had called friends in Miami to ask them for the name of a funeral home and spoke with them, making some arrangements over the phone. They were wonderful, and Mom was comforted since this was the same place that had handled the arrangements when my father had died 48 years earlier. After we had made arrangements and services had been held, we had to begin the task of going through Rob's apartment, deciding what we wanted to keep and what we would give to Goodwill. One of my dear friends from college and her husband drove down from Boca Raton to help us. Jen and I went through most of the items and packed them up for mailing. Bob helped carry the boxes to the FedEx office so that they could be shipped. It was a miracle that they were available that weekend on short notice and were available to help. And through all this, the September rain began in earnest. Although it seemed to pause when we had to carry things to and from the car. 
I felt as if the angels in heaven were weeping with us and comforting us in our loss. Rob had an old dilapidated car, and I didn't know what we were going to do with that. I dropped into the church office to ask about donating it, and there was one congregation member there who worked in car sales and disposition. And within 24 hours, he had helped us transfer the title and took it off our hands so that we would not need to worry about it when we returned to Phoenix. As I followed him to the place where we would transfer the car, it began to rain again. Another miracle in the rain. It was now one week after I had received the call. Mementos were in transit to Phoenix. The remaining items needed to be taken to Goodwill. Mom and I took five carloads of clothing, household items, and furniture there. And on the last trip, the rain began again. It was pouring as I backed under the overhang of the Goodwill dock. I took the last items out of the car and then looked around me. There were Rob's material things, and it suddenly struck me that I would never see him again. I felt as if I had thrown him away. As the Goodwill employee looked at me with puzzlement and then uncomfortable surprise, I turned my back to the car where Mom was sitting and finally wept. We had one last thing we had to do. It was Rob's wish that his ashes be scattered in two places that were near and dear to his heart. I had no clue how we were going to do that, He chose two very tough spots to get into, and scattering ashes in those places isn't exactly allowed. Anyone who knew him knows he was a huge sports fan and had a wicked sense of humor. I'll just let you guess as to where we had to go. So late at night, dressed in dark clothing, Mom and I took his ashes, and lo and behold, in an area that was surrounded by a wire fence, there was an opening where the fence had been torn or clipped back just enough for us to squeeze through, and I promise you, I didn't have wire clippers with me, and I didn't use them. I didn't use any of them. I didn't have them. We were able to scatter half his ashes there, and as soon as we got back to the hotel, the skies opened up again, raining down on the ashes and no doubt soaking them into the ground. The second spot was going to be harder as it was a a public venue that was normally locked up tight during the week, but wouldn't you know it, There was a meeting that was going to be held there just after we had arrived and the gates were open. Running into a security guard, we simply said that we were from out of town. That was true. Hadn't seen this venue in a long time. Also true. And he let us in. We were able to go where we needed to go and scatter Rob's remaining ashes before the guard came back. Talk about a miracle. It was time to go home. And driving to the airport, it rained yet again. Healing rain. Out of our pain, we had experienced many miracles in the rain. Here's what I learned. When you lose someone you love, you need to hold on to something. Your faith, your family, your friends, to get you through what I think is one of the most difficult journeys in life. I made a list of each little miracle, each little gift, each person that made a difference to me. And I keep it today to remind me of how I was shepherded through the period following Rob's death. It took a long time to go through the mourning process, and little things today can trigger the pain from that period. You learn to live in this new world without your loved one, but you never forget them. This experience has helped me to help others, to be there with a short note, a phone call, a card, to just listen or to simply sit quietly by their side. Give yourself time. Let your family and friends help you. It's okay to be angry, to cry, to feel out of control, to be afraid. Remember the important moments and talk about your loved one. 
Cling to your faith and your hope. Look for the miracles. Remember that song on the CD? It was Bring the Rain by Mercy Me. It remains one of my favorite songs today. Several weeks after I returned from Florida while I was handling all the paperwork that accompanies the death of a loved one, I received copies of Rob's death certificate, and in shock, I stared at the time of death. 11.07 a.m. in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 8.07 a.m. in Phoenix. I will see Rob again one day. I'm Barb Rankin, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit GoldenSpiralMedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you'd share this with a friend.